Side at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this first Monday of the week, the second Monday of the week, and the third Monday of the week as well. Of course, high school football kicks off this weekend. Uh, college football right behind it. NFL behind that. The NFL is mired in its three-game three uh, preseason that uh, everybody fusses a lot about. High schools go through that, but nobody fusses a lot. They, they're anxious to see it play and uh, we'll play it out. Defending 6A state champion will play Hendersonville on Thursday night, and then uh, the rest of the gang will get with it on Friday. Typically, uh, it should be an interesting year in, in, in Rutherford County. Riverdale kind of hung its hat last year on defense. Uh, they, they've got a couple key transfers in on defense this year to kind of take up for some some departures. Blackman hung its hat on offense last year, and looking for some defense to kind of make. Make its move as well. well. We'll just have to see how it happens. And, of course, Oakland on a 30-game winning streak have not lost a district game, region game, I should say, in Kevin Creasy's uh, tenure. So we'll just have to see. Eagle out uh, in single A will have its deal uh, moving forward. And uh, Floyd Walker and his group looking for a good year. Uh, Smyrna, Stewart's Creek, and uh, Laverne all play in uh, the region with – Cane Ridge, where who has been the dominant team there, we'll have to see how that goes. But I expect Cane Ridge again will probably be there. Smyrna uh, trying to overtake them uh, as some good talent, and we'll see how that works itself out. Sturge Creek and Smyrna, both the newest uh, schools with turf on their stadium, that makes four in Rutherford County uh, of the uh, what we got nine, ten nine public schools and Middle Tennessee Christian School, who, by the way, had a really good year last year as well. Uh, I guess it's probably from a statistical playoff point of view, they're very best, so we'll have to work that out. Middle Tennessee will open its season at James Madison in two more weeks, um, then move on to Colorado State before opening at home on September 17th, I think is the number. that It's the third Saturday in September versus Tennessee State, which should be a a good draw. We hope so, at least. Uh, Six o'clock airtime for that uh, kickoff, I should say. We'll kind of go through that with uh, with you uh, in just a bit. Jeff Jordan is on his way. He'll be here shortly. We'll go ahead and take a break. Maybe he'll roll in by that time. If not, uh, we'll get with you, and the phone lines are open at 615-893-1450. You're listening to All Sports Talk. This is Adam Tipton with the Rutherford County Farm Bureau. We would like to show our appreciation to all of our Farm Bureau members by inviting you to our annual membership meeting Tuesday, August 16th at the Lane Agri-Park, 315 John Rice Boulevard. We will start serving barbecue with all the trimmings at 5 p.m. The meeting will immediately follow. For information, call 615-893-1213 or visit our website, rcfarmbureau.org. 
Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422, and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett with you on All Sports Talk. Now joined by Jeff Jordan. Jeff, Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Colvin Financial Services with Edward Jones with his Sulphur, Sulphur Dell t-shirt on, home of Nashville Vols baseball. I didn't get to see Sulphur Dell. I've heard so much good things about it, Jeff. Well, it's baseball like it was intended to be played, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> on an oddly shaped field, I understand. Very, very much so, yes. Um, had a few quirks? It did. It did, uh, right field the hill so you're trying to say if Fenway Park and Silverdale kind of cloned together everybody be hitting home runs well (laughs) (laughs) or at least they hit hit the wall Uh, yes that's that's correct Uh, a a high high not so deep fly ball to right could go out very much so and would not at Fenway or anywhere else for that matter but it it had to be high though A, a line drive I don't care how hard you hit it <laughs> You're talking probably about a single. If it was fielded correctly, it hit the wall, come right back to you. But it get there so quick because it's so shallow. So it was, a, it was kind of an unusual ballpark, but nobody thought anything about it. I mean, you know, it, that's just the way it was, and and players adapted. And there, there were a lot of home runs hit there. That's Teams try so hard now when they build their stadiums to make the, make their their stadium unique but with something special and, and some of them have done that fairly fairly well and some have done it with eh, okay I, I guess but uh the, the first that came out of course was Camden Yard at Oriole Park really that was the uh the first of the, that retro and and it's still kind of put Jeff as one of the, the the top ones that are there because of that nice big warehouse out in right field it is a landmark kind of a picturesque postmark postcard looking kind of a stadium yeah I always um thought the, the, the McCovey Cove and, and, and with the Giants and all was a beautiful area. Yeah, it is. And it's it beautiful falls out and they to right and they go in the in the water. The kayakers are yeah. 
buzzing route. Yeah, they're all standing there with their, you know, or in their in their kayaks and with long handled nets and so forth, and they and then the ball floats, of course. So. Can I assume you're kind of like me that kayaking is not on the top of your list? I'm afraid if I ever got in a kayak, I'd never come out. <laughs> There's not a kayak built properly for me. I, I can tell you that right now. But a lot of people believe in it. A lot of people do it. A lot of people do. That's for sure. A lot of people run Indianapolis 500 cars at 220 miles an hour. Also, and I, I'm not. No, I don't do that either. either. No, I do not. Uh, but anyway, and you're right about the ballparks, and I know. Atlanta Stadium, the first one that they built there, um, uh, it was, I thought, I mean, it was just a cookie-cutter kind of stadium. It's Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Atlanta, all ballparks kind of round and looked at Pittsburgh. We're talking talking about Fort Field. We're talking about Three River Stadium. We're talking about Philly. It was Veterans Stadium, I guess it was. Cincinnati, it was Crosley Field. Uh, Excuse me. Great American ballpark's there now. But... uh, the, the ballparks had a round look, and the goal there was Jeff to be able to play baseball and football in the stadium. That's what that could be typically about. Yes, but that I think that's correct. Uh, I, I like a stadium that's uh, you know baseball only, and uh, maybe a little different left field, right field, not the same distance. I notice the sounds are different, uh, left field and right field. Um, and they fade away to center, and uh, I think Atlanta, I believe, the old Atlanta Stadium, Fulton County was, I believe, 406 to center, something like that, maybe 330 down one line, 340 down, just different things. And uh, and maybe maybe you could have areas where they, you know, they would take a, a carom, and there was almost a corner, you know, that oh, kind sure. of thing. Yeah. And, I mean, it just, it, 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 it makes for some exciting play. Well, Charlestown, Indiana High School had a very unique wall. There was none. So if you hit a home run there, you had to leg it out, brother. I see. You just kept going. You just just ran as far as you could, which was really not a good thing for me because I'm not really the best best and fastest runner. Uh, 90 feet to first base right, 180. Well, yeah. 270, 360. That that turns into a fair distance to run. And I kind of normally chugged out about the shortstop. Well, just hit it harder. That's it. <laughs> hit it harder, hit it farther. Don't hit ground balls. Well, the thing was, keep the outfield cut real short, so when the, you hit it into the outfield, it rolls a long, long way. That's what I had to do. Well, there you go. Okay, that's why you hit 420. <laughs> Jeff, we, I, I let off with some high school football, uh, which opens up this week. And, uh, I don't know if what you heard or didn't hear about it, but just kind of your overall thoughts about what's going to happen with uh, football in Rutherford County this year. Well, I, I, I did hear you on the way in, and apologize for being being too late, by the way. Um, I, uh, I and I think I think that's pretty much correct until until somebody proves us wrong. I mean, I think Oakland will be, you know, will, will be, again be extremely difficult for anybody to beat anywhere. Uh, and other teams will be all right. But I think I think Riverdale has a good ball club. I think Eagle will be okay. Uh, Siegel is definitely on the improve. I don't think there's any question about that. Middle Tennessee Christian School will probably very likely have another good year. Uh, I think I think Smyrna has good talent. I mean, you know, we're we're going to have another another great year. And uh, of course, WGNS will cover it fr- Thursday night now, sometimes, and Friday and Saturday morning on the coaches show. Like all seasons in football, Jeff, so much of it depends upon injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Oaklands of the world 
have some backup to, to make that work. But the Eagles of the world, the Middle Tennessee Christians of the world, I'd say, Jeff, if, if they're best two or three players, one of those get hurt, it, it really hurts a lot. It does. There's no question about that. When you're, when you're dealing with um, 40 players as, as subject to maybe 70, 80 players uh, that might be at, a, at, a, at uh, the highest level, um, very likely you can lose somebody, even a very important person, um, and, um, like a quarterback or your best running back or that sort of thing. And you you may be able to survive that uh, uh, for a little while or maybe a long while. You may be deep enough where you've got somebody. Uh, Eagleville will not, for instance, if, if they lost their best player, they probably couldn't replace him adequately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a problem, but then you're dealing with smaller teams and that sort of thing. So we'll we'll see. But I, I believe we're looking at a good year. I don't think there is is such a thing as a bad year in Rutherford County football. Had been in a while. We'll get uh-huh. to some more talk about that. We have got a caller on the line, so let's get there right quick on all sports talk. Go ahead. How you with Jim and Jeff? How y'all yeah, yeah. What, what's your your thought? I'm sure you're listening in. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, Oakland's going to be pretty good. They lost a lot, so. I mean that's you know that's the biggest thing with them. They they lost quite a bit, but they're they're still they've got talent. They're still it's just like Chris said. I can't remember the, other, the last time I heard him on the I think it was a coach. He said he's talking about they haven't lost a you know a freshman game in so long or whatever it is. JV or whatever you know they haven't lost in so long. You know somebody I think one of them asked him or something about how do y'all keep them? You know he was talking about you have to keep them. How about you basically said them humble and then basically keep them hungry. You know keep as far as the winning part of it. You know winning so many in a row and. And things like that, you know. But they, I mean, they've got a tough schedule. You know, they, I mean, they don't, they don't back down from anybody. Of course, nobody wants to play them. Yeah, they do. Like you know, it's like Alco and people like getting married. When nobody wants to play, they got to go to Alaska to find teams or whatever it is. You know, nobody wants to play in Tennessee. So, I mean, as far as that's concerned, so I mean, you know, and that that type of thing. But you know, it's just when you're when you're, when you're good, that's the way it is. I mean, it's just it's kind of a bad catch twenty two. It's your darn if you do, you darn if you don't. So. It's kind of one of those things. But Riverdale, be pretty, they've got a transfer quarterback from Lipscomb. Yep. They, they should be pretty good. You know, uh, Sino Seagulls, better Rockville's got a new coach. So, I mean, you don't know what they're going to do. Blackman, if they can get them a defense, you know. You know, they, they say they, they say they're bigger and stronger than they was last year. Of course, the Marshall with tight end committed to California last week. So, I mean, he's going out to the Pac-12, so, you know, and play out there. So, I mean, you know, he's got a couple of good, good players and, you know, and all that. So, I mean, Rutherford Kane's not short of – football town as far as going different places. I mean, there's already several kids that's already committed to different places. I'm sure y'all know who they are, so, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, Samarna's got a couple, and Blackman's got a couple, and Riverdale, and Oakland, and all that, so there's not a shortage of that, but, you know, and, uh, you know, never sports too. I mean, volleyball, you got Seagulls really good, Eagle went to the Final Four last year. I mean, girls, I mean, girls soccer, Oakland, Seagull and Sexton last year almost made the state turn. Both of them lost. They got a lot of talent. Lost, you know, some of them, one of them's at Austin P right now, and one of them's at Rockwell, and uh, uh, Seagulls at Austin P. The, you know, um, um, I think Oak, Oakland had one girl, I don't know where she signed, but, you know, volleyball, she's got a kid committed, Seagull has got a kid going to Xavier. Oh, wow, she just committed to the Chikowski kid. She just committed to, uh, you know, she had Brooke Gilland, she's going to Belmont. So, I mean, you know, Trish Flyers reloads, she don't re- rebuild neither. I mean, all she did last year, she lost four or five college signees. She just went through a district. You know, 14 and zero, so that made no difference to her. And then this year, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but they're going to divisions and in you know, volleyball. They're playing less district games. They're not playing as many 
they got two right. four team divisions, and so that'll be interesting to see what that happens. But you just have to see, you know, it's just one of those things you have to watch, and you know, fans will watch it and things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see, and it all starts today, and like you say, Friday night, Thursday night, it all gets kicked off, and like you say, the talk is going to stop. Thursday, Friday night, like college football in a few weeks is talking season, but all that talk is going to stop. We're going to see you on the field. It was good. So. Yeah, that's uh, right. I, I enjoy y'all's show. All right, thank you. thank you. Jeff, at the break, I'm going to take a look at the computer and see what the TWSWLA did today. They met today about the basketball, baseball, softball districts to see if they the possibility of maybe even going back to three districts, three divisions instead of four classifications and so forth that meeting was today i i never thought to look that up do you have any word on that i didn't look it up either uh i i i don't know what they're gonna do well, whatever it is i expect they've done it so we'll, we'll we'll report on that when we get get back off the the break that we've got uh coming up uh you know we have a situation in this 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 applies really to a lot of people and anytime you if you win have a great year it may apply to you too but when you're schedule you you getting 10 games put it that way and and in order to meet that to get 10 games and coaches i i guess we have had a, maybe a team play nine i guess we have i don't remember probably but i i'm, I'm sure it's happened but when we have been dependent on filling out a schedule where we we had to play somebody that uh, was uh, another level maybe way down to the level uh, like uh, CPA, for instance, or uh, South Pittsburgh last year, okay? Right. Or you have to go out of state to find a game, or at least a long way, like Chattanooga, for instance. Um, uh, I know Riverdale went to Kentucky twice to play, and nobody played them. In order to get 10 games, they had to really reach. Sometimes you get a team that was brand new, he's looking to fill out a schedule. And sometimes that can be – I mean, they'll play anybody. Yeah. You know, and now I don't think that's true this year with Seagull playing Green Hill because Green Hill is plenty good. Yes, they are. But uh, they are a relatively new school who are looking for a schedule to fill out. And they would have taken anybody that would play them. Now, when you have to, when you have to do that, you know you've really arrived at, 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 at good football within your county. And we've, we've been there a long time. Well, the, the news will stop with this across the state. Jeff, Jeff when the winningest program in, in the state, Alcoa, with 20 state championships more than anybody else, they passed Maryville four years ago. They have 20. And the winningest high school coach ever, Gary Rankin, when those two things happen and, and there's a coaching change, that's news. But when it happens both at the same time, the winningest coach at the winningest school, that really changes things a lot. Gary goes to uh, Boyd Buchanan in Chattanooga and Alcoa uh, uh, with the advancement of their defensive coordinator comes up I expect Alcoa's not going to miss a beat we'll just have to see how quick Gary can can do something at Boyd Buchanan maybe and I have no idea of his talent level but I know this they better be ready to play uh, and if you're going to play them and we're not yet anyway you better be ready to, uh, to lace up the sneakers real tight well, that was that, that's the biggest news across the state. Of course, Macaulay, along with Alcoa and Oakland, are the three schools that have won back to back. Alcoa, I think, back to back to back to back to back. I think I believe it's seven straight. But uh, out of the nine classifications, three of them have 
double winners. And uh, I, the smart money, I think, right now still on Oakland and Alcoa for sure and Macaulay. Jeff, when you play in a division with Christian Brothers and Brentwood Academy and MBA and, and on and on and on, it, 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 that's just a real slugfest there. It's absolutely brutal. I mean, you're going to be playing – really somebody that's really good year after year after year. And some years they're going to be good enough to win it. Um, so, you know, yeah, you're right. That's correct. All right. Chip Walter says the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. You're listening to All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents still being cleared. 21st at Hay Street. That's going to be in the Midtown area. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 65 down into Brentwood, Franklin. Carrying a steady flow. Traffic I-40 out through Mount Julia. A little bit of radar earlier out through Kingston Springs or past Kingston Springs as you travel down I-40 out through Dixon County. Be careful. Hey, Ripley's is hiring for all 10 attractions offering great pay and perks. You can apply online at ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chug with your on-time traffic. Hey, folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, driving home now, $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Middle Tennessee football is about one-third of the way through fall camp. And on Saturday, the uh, 
Blue Raiders had their first of two scrimmages scheduled for this fall and went 103 plays on Saturday morning, and everybody got a lot of work. The uh, Blue Raider quarterbacks, Nick Vadiato, Chase Cunningham, both split uh, the snaps with the number ones about evenly. And uh, Sam Doughton, Blue Raiders staff columnist on GoBlueRaiders.com, put out a column with uh, five players that uh, have stood out to him, and I would agree with him on just about all of these. Uh, In the running game, Darius Bracey, who is a transfer running back from uh, Central Michigan, last year played behind the uh, leading rusher in the country uh, at CMU, and he has been a physical presence uh, at the running back game. And so he is certainly one of those guys that uh, has a a really bright future. And even in a backup role last year, he averaged 5.9 yards per kick. Uh, while with the Chippewas. Uh, Another player that uh, came to the forefront was linebacker Drew Francis. He will be playing alongside Devin Curtis, and he is a a big contributor on special teams in his first two years with the Blue Raiders. Uh, Last year he had 156 snaps uh, all on special teams, but has uh, made a home for himself now at a linebacking position and and fighting for a starting spot. Wide receiver Jeremy Tate, who was a, uh, a tight end a year ago, but in Mitch Stewart's air raid offense, there are really no tight ends. You have big receivers, and that's where Tate uh, really fits in. He is 6'5", 259, but also uh, is that uh, that H-back type guy who can block in the running game and uh, also be a big a contributor in the screen game, which the air raid offense has a good bit of. Diedrich Stanley was everywhere on the field on Saturday, and Sam uh, had him listed as one of the five players that uh, – he uh, w- that stood out. Uh, Stanley uh, was a uh, has been a great cover guy all during fall camp, and it looked like on Saturday everywhere, every time you looked around, he was breaking up a pass somewhere. So be on the lookout for uh, for Dedrick Stanley. Also, place kicker Zeke Rankin. Uh, you know, last year didn't have huge range. Uh, he was uh, only three for seven. Of 30 yards and beyond, but uh, he seems to be have a much bigger leg this year. And on Saturday, he was perfect on uh, on his uh, kicks and had several from 40 plus uh, and one live 40 plus yard kick that all ended up uh, being. Uh, being very positive. So the scrimmage on Saturday had a lot of really, really good things uh, come out of it. A couple of things, quick hitters here. Have you seen the show The Countdown uh, about MT football? It's kind of a hard knocks uh, type show. You go to the Blue Raider Athletics YouTube uh, channel and you can find it on there. It is eight minutes long. The first episode dropped last Friday. Really, really exciting. The other thing that dropped over the weekend, as a matter of fact, yesterday, and there's been a huge buzz about it around town today, and that is the video unveiling the new look of the basketball floor at Murphy Center. And it has a much different new look to it. And Almost uh, haven't seen anybody really who has said they don't like it. Uh, 
the uh, the the blue really pops out, and there's a lot of uh, shades of gray uh, where there's not blue. You can find it on Twitter or on Facebook, and go take a look at it. It has a really really good look to it. All right, that's your Monday update. We'll have another one for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you today. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones and company. Uh, Middle Tennessee football, Jeff, uh, will kick off in a couple weeks. Chip went through the uh, scrimmage situation there. Let me ask you this. If you take football and then divide it into quarterback, running backs, wide receiver, offensive line, and on defense, defensive line, linebackers, defensive backs, and, and then you put in the kicking game, that, that's eight different areas, right? Yeah, I guess so. Of those, of those eight, if you said, I really need to be good one place, where, where, would, that, where would that be in your mind? I, I'm not trying to play stump the band I here. I know, I know. I don't know if there's the right answer. Well, we know that most leagues, college and pro, are quarterback-driven. It's hard to not put a quarterback somewhere uh, toward the top, I, right? Yeah, I would, I'd say that the quarterback might be maybe second. I, offensive line, maybe. You, you, you can get by with a quarterback who can doesn't have a big arm if he knows how to manage a game and 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 can do what he's supposed to do, uh, and but that means running backs, and that means a short passing game. You certainly can't get around, get go very long without a good passing game. But it doesn't have to be a deep passing game. It doesn't have to be you know go for broke passing game. But all those things are important, um, and sometimes it will. Sometimes games do come down to uh, um, a a kicker. That that's true, but you can get by there too. Most of the time, I, I don't know. I like, I like the offensive line. I'm okay there. Yeah, I guess. Well, I bring the point up because there's, there's three places I think middle is strong. Quarterback, Chase Cunningham, and and Beato, uh, uh, backup quarterback, and both have had some some good runnings. Defensive line may be the best in Conference USA, which. We haven't been able to say that about Middle Tennessee much, Jeff. Over the years, if there's one place that just bugged the heck out of me, is, is defensive line typically has not been our best. But 
really veteran and deep defensive line. And third, he, and he brings it up, uh, our punter is good. Our place kicker we think is good. So those three places we I feel pretty solid about. That's that's a good place to be. Now, I agree with you. Offensive line has got to be someplace in that top four, maybe one, two, or three. That is a question mark for middle. They've lost some players there. They, they think they've got some good talent. But uh, the fact that the quarterback and defensive line are good uh, and kicking game should be good uh, gives me some optimism. I, I think all that's fair. Um, I, I know this, too. This seems to be uh, true of a lot of teams. Defensive backs, they're easy to find, defensive backs are. Good defensive backs, not so easy. Sure. And great defensive backs, no. <laughs> and they're just hard they're just hard hard to find. And the way the way people pass the ball today and how technical the strategy is, uh it, that's tough. I mean that that's these receivers, my goodness, the catches they make. It's hard to do that. And linebackers has changed because of that deal for sure. The linebackers are not now the big burly guy that's going to stop stop the run up the middle. They got to be able to run, Jeff. Yes. They got to be able to be def- defenders and also plug up the the middle of the field and, and stop anybody, anything that gets past the D line. That's correct, and uh, and you've got to find a, a person that a person that can play linebacker had, had better be at least be able to stay with a tight end. Uh, yeah. Some receivers, uh, and if they, if they can't, they're pretty much useless unless you are playing against a team that is strictly run, 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 and there are not many of those anymore. So what you're looking for a linebacker is a big guy that can run. Yeah, that'd be nice. A big guy that can hit. <laughs> that'd be nice. A big guy that's pretty smart. <laughs> Definitely nice. <laughs> that that's a that's a pretty tough. You're, you're right. That pretty tough. Uh, qualification to get there and D backs, Jeff. You're because of the passing games anymore. You can be pretty daggone good one on one, but if the defensive backfield does not work together and you get get caught up and, and misread something and whatever, you see a guy running down the field wide open because somebody, even though they're all four defensive backs pretty good, somebody didn't know they're supposed to take that guy. That's correct. You're exactly right. I. I uh, it, and also we, we can use the Titans as an example. In some ways, it seems like every year they're looking for two or three defensive backs. Sure, just all the time. I think everybody is. Yeah, I guess so. And they and people get cut somewhere and they hire them. The Titans get them. Now they may not be with the team when the open when they open up the year, but they're always looking for somebody to fill in and do something as a defensive back. It's hard to. And every year, it seems like to me they change. You know, somebody drops out. To do some kind of a comparison with baseball, it's been said over and over, and you, I know you agree with this, you can't have too much pitching. Right. You just cannot have too much pitching. I think that's the same thing you'd say about defensive backs. You just can't have enough defensive backs. Because, A, they got to be fast enough, which means they're going to typically be a little smaller than you'd like for them to be because the speed they're going to need to stay with the guys. But Jeff, they've also got to be able to hit these big old boys that come around the end, right, and, and take that flank. So um, I'm afraid to say this, but D-backs get hurt a good bit because they they <laughs> they get in some some head-on collisions. I was reading the other day, and it said that and that Deion Sanders was rated by somebody somebody that's supposed to know what they're talking about, and maybe they do. He was rated as the 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 best defensive back. Uh, in the history of the NFL, 
Okay. Well, I can tell you right now, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't agree with that. I'm curious of why that would be. And, and well, w- one reason, oh, he was a good cover guy now. Yes. He was a good yes. cover yes. guy. Maybe maybe the best cover guy. But, but a tackle is something that, that we just don't know. We're not going to do too much of that. And, you know, and of course, he would, you know, okay, he didn't like to do that. And I'm not sure what if he was really a great teammate. But he did have great speed. And he could cover you. There's no question about that. And there's no question his confidence either. No, none. <laughs> and it remains true today. <laughs> yeah, you, you were th- you said what I was thinking that the knock against Dion, not not that he wasn't a great defensive back, but he was not given a lot of credit for being a player that wants to stick his nose in there and do a lot of a lot of tackling. Well, I, I think we have to agree too. Uh, I think. That it's very difficult to to rate teams, and this is all of them. Baseball, I don't care what yeah, what you sure. of different arrows, sure. and and say so. You know, uh, and there were a lot of great cover guys in the fifties. They definitely knew what they were doing and did a great job. But whether they could stay with today's receivers or not, I don't know. I, I doubt it. Dion was uh, one of the three or four guys that come to my mind that played. NFL football and Major League Baseball at a pretty good level. Dion was a really a pretty good baseball player. I agree. Uh, Bo Jackson, I'm not quite sure who he was, and Michael Jordan had his his shot at it. And didn't didn't do a lot, but uh, of those crossover guys, Dion might have been the best of the baseball players in that. He was if he wasn't, he was amongst them. Uh, he he could he could he could play both sports and play them at a very high level. That is correct. I guess he's better known as a football player, I suppose. But oh yeah, uh, there's no uh, doubt about that. Know, uh, baseball, of course. He did. Did he? I know he played for the Braves. Did he? Played for he, the Reds. Did he played for the Reds. Played for the Reds for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he football. He played for the 49ers. He played for the Cowboys. Uh, and he just, you know, just a really good athlete. And evidently, he's going to make a really good coach. Well, he's he's, he's making some splashes. Is it Jackson State where he's at? Yep. Yeah, uh, certainly getting some recruits in. Well, uh, talking is not a handicap. No, I was going to say confidence never plagued him in baseball either. No, that's correct. <laughs> or in coaching <laughs> or anything else <laughs> goes down the line. Uh, just, just a a feel for what middle season might be like number wise. Well, many, how, how many wins can you look at? You're not going to like my answer. Well, I, I, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I can say – I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll say 12, and you're not going to like that answer either, which is not true. But, but I can say 12 wins, and it's not going to change it, right? And you can say zero wins, and it's not going to change it. Well, that's correct. Okay, you want to know how many wins middle sure, will have? I think sure. they will have without knowing anything really about – except a little bit about middle, not a lot about their opponents. Five. Yeah. Well – Last year they were six and six, won the bowl game, making right. seven and six. It, it's kind of been where they've been five, six, seven wins right in that area, Jeff. Right, what the last eight or ten years, I guess, fair to say. Uh, I, I, I truly don't know. The port, the the portal has changed everything. It has. As far as trying to remember, think what because I don't know what Marshall's got coming back. I don't know what Western Kentucky's got coming back because I know they graduated some players, but they also lost some in the portal. They also got some in the portal. It's just so hard to judge now as to what we got in and what we traded out and and vice versa. So we'll have to see. The schedule is somewhat favorable. Uh, James Madison is the opening game. Uh, should be winnable. 
Colorado State on the road is the second game. Could be winnable. TSU, the, the third game, should be winnable. The possibility for a good start is there. If if middle gets out of the gate less than less than two wins, Jeff, it's going to be a long year. Well, I, I think, to be fair, and I gave you a fair answer. I mean, I did. I'll give, I'll give you another fair – what I think is a fair comment. I think this is going to be an exciting team. I think it's going to be a fun team to watch play. Um, and I, ju- I don't – I just feel that way about it. And I think it's enthusiastic. And I'm just uh, – I'm, I'm kind of hopped up a little bit on, on, on their possibilities. The, the concern that I do have, and we talked about this before, is it's going to be a very inexperienced defensive backfield, which is an area that can be – now. Chip just alluded to the fact that there's a couple of kids with some talent, and you know who knows. But uh, we, we shall see. I know I do know they got some help at linebacker, which is always a good thing. I'd rather be good defensively than offensively, and I, that's kind of where we were last year most of the time, and that's uh, that's where I hope we can stick our flag in the ground this year again. Losing the quarterback, their injury, or any other reason, be very uh, detrimental to this ball club, and would be to most teams in the league. Conference USA has a different look. Three teams are gone. Next year it becomes an even more different look. And Lord knows, Jeff, what the conference alignment might be even next year. Right. Uh, you know, it's, they, a lot of things are changing and no way to know what it's going to be in five years, Jeff. I'm, I'm not certain that – I don't think that baseball, professional baseball, is as exciting necessarily as it used to be because players – change so often and make so much money and they end up you know like Freddie Freeman going to LA and that's fine if that's what he wanted to do but I mean that kind of thing uh, and when you start changing your leagues around and um, and and your and your players as well and nobody's really tied down anymore I, th- I think that hurts the the um, the vision of the teams sometimes. So. You've you heard this as, as I have with middle fans. They, they miss what they miss is the o- OVC days because of yeah. Austin P, Tennessee Tech, Eastern Kentucky, teams that they knew something about. Had and that conversation this weekend, as a matter of fact. Changed leagues two or three different times. The league has changed, whatever. There's just no flow to that anymore. And, and, and certainly, many of our fans uh, don't let that go unnoticed. That's correct. And, and like I said, I had that conversation this weekend with somebody who brought it up. I didn't bring it up. And, and they, were, they were wondering about um, the crowds at Middle, which have been way down. But you, it's, hard to, it's hard to relate this because of COVID and all the problems that that in, in, made for us and everybody. Um, but I, when I was a, a, a student there years ago, admittedly, and, uh, and Bubba Murphy and the Raiders were playing somebody on Saturday afternoon, they almost shut the campus down. You went to the game, yeah. you know, and the place was packed. Well, are we ever going to bring those days back? I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether we are or not. Um, it, it, I, 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 I like the Western, you know, matchup. I'm glad we still play them, even though some years it really hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but we, we don't fool with Austin P. We, we don't always or very seldom do anything with Tennessee State, which is a made for 
that's a great rivalry game, particularly now that Eddie George is there. Sure. I mean, you, you would think, well, that would be a great one. As a we, coach, he's not a player. Yeah, well, that's correct. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, Moorhead and Murray and, uh, and of course, the hated Texters. Yes. You know, you know but – I don't know. Maybe we'll develop that in a new league, you know, soon. I wish I wish we would settle down at one place. Well, what I'd like to see happen, Jeff, is Middle win its first two games, be two and zero coming into that game. Tennessee State. I have no idea who they play games one and two, but I'd like they could win their first two games and be two and zero coming into that game. That that would set up a pretty good shot at a, a, a nice, friendly crowd showing up for on both sides. Wouldn't you think? Yes, I, I definitely agree. And, and and the last time we played them, uh, it was a big crowd. So, and some some people come to see the band, <laughs> right? Yeah, they do. All I right. do. Let's take a break so you can answer your phone. We'll be right back on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. It's a stereo. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents still being cleared. 21st at Hay Street. That's going to be the Midtown area. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 65 down into Brentwood, Franklin, carrying a steady flow of traffic. I-40 out through Mount Juliet. A little bit of radar earlier out through Kingston Springs or past Kingston Springs as you travel down I-40 out through Dixon County. Be careful. Hey, Ripley's is hiring for all 10 attractions offering great pay and perks. You can apply online at ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chug with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at SirPizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank, our sponsor for All Sports Talk. First Bank with offices across the state of Tennessee. They're stationed in uh, Tennessee. That's Tennessee Bank. Good friends, good service, good uh, friendly professional service at First Bank. Offices, of course, right here in our backyard. Uh, Jeff, we've, we've got to talk some about baseball. We always like to get that maybe toward this end of the deal. Uh, your thoughts about the uh, Field of Dreams game that's, that's been played now for the second year in a row. Uh, last year, the Yankees and who played? Cubs. Cubs and Reds played this year. Yeah. Yankees. Who, who and, won that? The Cubs? Cubs won it. You, you, your thoughts? The only thing that I really think about on the Field of Dreams is that I thought the movie was stupid. I didn't enjoy it at all. 
<laughs> so there you go. I, I will admit that it was a nice-looking cornfield. But I grew up next to a cornfield, so I've seen them before. I really didn't care for the whole, the whole concept. But it is a good promotion in it. It really it is. is. Good promotion. Yeah, and, and I like that. And they brought back um, old-timers. Well, Ernie people. Banks was out there, there which was, was good to see. Sure. Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Sr. for the Reds were, were good to see. Johnny Bench, of course, always good to see him around. And but this game counts. It does count, yes. <laughs> you know, and I think they'd probably have rather play in their stadiums, but I don't know that. I don't, I don't have any idea. I, I, I got a feeling that the players were pumped about playing that. Maybe. What do you think? Maybe so. And, by the way, I think you're off, you're full of beans about the, the movie. I like the movie. You like the movie? Yeah. Oh, now, stupid is not the right word I would use. It is far-fetched. It is, it is certainly uh, Hollywood at its very best. Okay. Fictional. Uh, don't, don't take it for anything what it's worth. It, but I, I do have admiration for people that can write stuff like that. Jeff, what, what, how can you come up with that kind of an imagination okay. to do that? Okay. I, well, come on. We got James Earl Jones. I mean, I, I, hey, he was great. Parading around like he knew something about he baseball. He was great. I just thought it was. I didn't. Well, that's and okay. I like Kevin Costner. I, I think he's pretty good. And he was determined to build that field. I mean, you know, and he turned out he was right, wasn't he? Great scene with Doc. Well, <laughs> well then you must have been crazy about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> you like that kind of imagination. I'm not a Snow White fan. No, no, no. Well, field of Dreams is good, to me a good movie. Well, of much more importance. Yeah. Braves-Mets tonight. Four games in Atlanta. Starts at, on 6.05 here on the radio. 6 20, I think, is first pitch. And the Braves desperately need to do better than split. They, they really do. Um, I'm, I'm hoping because they got embarrassed in New York and haven't lost since. You know, so um, I'm hopeful. But um, I have to say now that we, were, we talked about this with football, and this is definitely true with the Atlanta Braves. Injuries are killing them. I mean, they've lost their left fielder. They've lost their second baseman. They've lost their best pitcher, who could be back later on this week. Um, and they're pulling in people that you really never heard of much. Now, they're winning, though. They're, they're winning. They're 20-some-odd games over 500. So, I don't know whether they can catch the Mets well, or not. It, it, it is a big series. Where the Braves have to be, Jeff, whether they catch it or not, they got to be sure that they – Hang on and get a wild card spot, which, sure. which is almost isn't it almost a lock that that's going to happen when you think. They would have to totally collapse not to get that. That's right. But that wild card game, Jeff, is a one-game deal. Well, I mean, that, you know, anybody can win one game. The Reds can beat the Braves in one game. And have, by the way. <laughs> and you're right, of course. I uh, I enjoy watching the Braves play. Uh, Harris was – that was a miracle win yesterday. Um when they got three in the top of the ninth and 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 won the ball game, um, but I you know I don't know how much of that they've got left in them. I wish they had everybody was was healthy. And Acuna, by the way, my oh, pet peeve. Yeah, the guy gets hurt all the time. Yeah, well he he was hurt again, and they held him out yesterday. Lower, was this another lower body injury? A, a little knee problem on artificial turf, and he had played two games the day before. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How could any man stand that? He's only making millions a year. And they held him out. He did get a chance. He did pinch hit late in the game. 
I don't know. Did you see any of it? I did not. They had this huge buildup that he was going to pinch hit. He was, you know, and he's over there swinging ten bats, and he, you know, and he's <laughs> he's dressed like a, a Viking or something that all that junk he wears. And he gets to home plate, and the pitcher walks him intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at him. He didn't believe it. But anyway, he did play the last inning in right field, and okay, so he he played a little bit, but. I mean, that guy, he just drives me crazy. I'm sorry. We've broached this subject before, and, mm-hmm. uh, but the, I saw on a list not that long ago that of, of all the cities that are going to get the next baseball team, Nashville is one, two, three on any of those lists you want to go to, more one than anything else. They've, in my mind, in the last five years, improved that ability to support a baseball team beyond what I thought maybe could. Nashville is a boom city. That's true. And one thing that works pretty well is when you've got a city in, in the summertime that where you got a lot of tourists, I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yes. They, People because, go to a game when they're in town. Sure. Uh, that's why Vegas, I think, is going to work uh, somewhere along the line. So um, we shall see how that works itself out. But uh, I, I think maybe before our lifetime is over, we will see Major League Baseball team in Nashville. Well, it would probably take at least 18 months to get everything in place to begin construction. And this construction, I guess, would be two years, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you're saying every bit of three, if it's it, it decided today. Right. We're talking about 2025. Right. Playing and, in, in the state of and, But I, I used to think, well, there's, you know, two million people or so in the Nashville metropolitan area, the counties that touch it, you know, Cheatham and Rutherford and Williamson and Wilson and so forth. And maybe there might be enough. I still don't think it's there yet, but I think it's. I think you make a good point. It's a lot closer than it was, and it, it may well happen. Now you can't. Sounds won't, that won't work. We're gonna have to build a new stadium somewhere. Yeah, and, and Jeff, it will be a major league, American League team, don't you imagine? Yeah, probably so. Given the Braves where they are, the Reds where they are, the Cardinals where they are, and where we are is time to close things down. Braves baseball will be up on at six oh five. And high school basketball, excuse me, football, I'm sure, will be played on WGNS Radio on Friday night, Thursday and Friday night this weekend. So stay tuned for all the good sports right here on WGNS. Thanks for listening. Monty Hale in tomorrow for all more All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.